Hello, this is Hilda this morning. How are you doing today? I'm very excited. I woke up bright and early. Um, I think my insomnia is going away. Um, it's a Monday. It's about, uh, let me see, it's about 5.59. Um, as usual, I am your Hilda, your podcaster, your relationship enthusiast, your Agony Aunt and your storyteller. Okay, so that's about Hilda. Today we're talking about marriage and friendships. Niger marriages and friendships. As usual, I'm usually quite biased when it comes to women <laughs> for obvious reasons. I am one. Um if you've not been listening to my podcast, um, I'll just give you a brief. And the brief is that um, I'm always I'm very passionate about Niger relationships um, in particular. Um, relationships meaning dating and marriage. So sometimes I use the word relationship interchangeably. It also may include marriage. Um, so today's topic is basically about um, friendships in marriages uh, and is it dovetails more to the friendships that the wife has because of course we live in a, a more male-dominated society where it's said that it's a man's world we live in a society where a man can basically get away with more or less anything you know so we're talking about the wife today. Is it right or wrong for a wife to have uh, male friends? Okay, so let's get into the thick of things. Well, I, you know, I, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that I always like to do a retro. It's always good to talk about what was and what is and what can be. Mm. I know that in my grandmother's time, from what I heard and what I've read and what I was told, uh, women were not really allowed to have male friends. I mean, the thinking was that the day you said, I do, or the day you did your traditional marriage, that all ties with all men except your father and other male family members uh, were cut off. So if you went to school, if you had uh, male classmates, if you, if you ran into them on the road, it was expected that you were to exchange greetings or pleasantries and then it would end there. It wouldn't be a friendship that you'd be expected to take back home. It wasn't expected that your classmates would be coming to your marital home to visit you, more especially when your husband is not there. So, of course, let's just put it off and say that there were no phones in those days. So, um, there was no need for a, you know, an old classmate or old friend to... There was no way of communicating anyway. But now, things have really changed. Um, I remember not too long ago, actually, when you, if you wanted to sign up for something and the issue of sex came up, you know, it was either male or female, and there was no in-between or there was no others category 
for sex. But now we see a lot of things have changed. We see people who, uh, I didn't even know there was a word called intersex until a few weeks ago. So we have intersex people, we have uh, transgender, gay people and all of that. So a lot of things have changed. Apparently, we even have a word called cyber cheating. It's even possible that you've never met the person you're cheating with, but you're doing it online. So, you know, that's a topic for another day. So the point I'm making is that a Niger woman, you know, most of, for, for the better part, was not expected to have male friends. Not at all. If she was a woman that was perhaps a trader, or a businesswoman, maybe she owned another type of business, not basically trading. Yes, it would be expected that she would have male customers, but of course it was thought that that would start and stop there in her business and would not come home with her. So now we've got phones, we've got WhatsApp, we've got several, we've got, um, what's it called now? The Google chat thing, Facebook chat, and so many IMs. It's becoming increasingly and increasingly easy to chat with people without the knowledge of your husband or basically anybody else. We, we lock our phones because, of course, we don't want uh, anyone to have access to the phone or to the information that is on it or to the chats that are on it. And we keep our phones locked away from our spouses now whether your spouse has a right to know what is on your phone or have access to your phone is a completely different discussion which i am not willing to go into this morning but that's a discussion for another day but the thing is our phones are locked and we have come to a level where we respect each other's privacy and the fact that a man and woman are married does not mean that. Yes, it's expected that the man and woman are supposed to have been fused into one flesh and all of that. But your phone is your phone and my phone is my phone. And I think if we want to save ourselves a lot of headaches, we'll just respect that and maintain the distance from the other person's phone. I mean, this I have a right to privacy he has a right to privacy. Even if his phone is not unlocked, I don't think any woman should bother herself going through her husband's um, chats or going through the phone itself. So back to this issue of friendship. So this maybe 30-something-year-old woman to 40-something-year-old woman, because I would think that this age group is the direct, is the generation closest to the... Okay, let me, let's go back a bit, maybe 25-year-old. The 25-year-old to the 40-something-year-old people are the closest to the millennials. So the millennials were born into the era of the mobile phone, so we're not going to talk about the, that category yet. So, you know, we all grew up well, without having our own personal phones, and then uh, we all had, not all of us, but some of us had landlines at home, and um, once in a while... Maybe your classmates from school would call you over the holidays because we went like went on the phone every day the way children are these days. And, you know, we, we lived without the phone. And 
Um, we wrote, I think we were the last generation of people to actually write and receive love letters. I mean, hard copy paper. So you get where I'm going. Um, we didn't grow up chatting six hours or four hours uh, on the phone in your bed playing music with your boyfriend. We didn't grow up with that kind of thing. So anyway, now that they're mobile phones... Um, with Facebook, we're able to hook up with our long-lost, you know, pals from school um, or our long-lost crushes and all of that. And it's it's quite easy to, you know, get into uh, some friendship, renew a friendship with a person and then keep it on the down low. But the question is, is, is it right for a married woman to have a male friend? I... I, it depends on the couple, really, or it depends on the acceptance level of the husband, and it depends on the kind of relationship between the wife and her friend. Like I said before, in the old days, women were not expected to have male friends. Um, depends on the husband. Sometimes the husband would allow her to have, you know, a few friends. Maybe I don't know. Maybe friend. Maybe a number between one and five. There's usually a best friend, you know, women like having best friends, one or two. So he would usually leave her to have those friends because, you know, as human beings, yeah, sometimes we want to vent or we want to talk about things you would not like to discuss with your spouse, especially if the gist is about your spouse. So you need a third party to unburden yourself with. And so it was okay for a woman to have female best friends but now these days we're talking about a lot of stuff going on and people are more expressive, you know, about themselves than many years ago. And um, you find people who are saying, yes, I look like a woman, but inside of me, I'm a man. And all that is going on in the background. And um, the truth is that some women are just more comfortable with having male friends than the female friends. They've probably had nasty experiences. You know how it is with women, men. I tell A, oh, please, don't tell anybody this secret. This is what I did. I muffled the mouse, put it in a bag, ABC, blah, blah, blah. And this is what happened. Don't tell anybody. And then B says, oh, that's fine. I won't tell anybody. She leaves A and then goes to C's house and says, come and hear what uh, A said. She did this. She killed the mouse. She stopped it. She did this. She killed that. And then she says, oh, that's fine. And before you know it, the whole town had got to hear what A said to be in confidence. So a lot of women just decided that men, and of course they would have given one or two men a try, one of your male friends, and they saw that uh, more than likely the male friend would not divulge secrets. So they're more comfortable with the males. And... Of course, this same lady would get married and not see the need to cut off her friendship with her male friend, maybe her classmate or an ex-colleague or something. And uh, a lot of men would not like that because they're probably afraid that the friendship may get to such an extent where a woman might be tempted or the friend, the male friend, might begin to fancy his wife or it's possible that they're even dating. And I mean, there are just a lot of possibilities that can go on. At the same time, it's very possible that the wife and her male friend 
might be just that friends so um our, our ancestors or you know my grandmother's time and my mother's time we had not really did not really encourage that but like, like i said things are changing so you have marriages where the husband knows that for, let me use the example of daniel is my wife's best friend and they're on the phone a lot just like two girls and the phone a lot and um, he doesn't see anything wrong with it of course they also Marriage is where the husband will not even accept of such a thing, and in which case you find the wife um, chatting secretly with her friend, her male friend, or yes, chatting secretly with him, or meeting him up in out of the way places to bring herself. I'm not talking about the people that are cheating or people who are friends with benefits, I'm just talking about women who have good friendships with men. So it really depends. I think that as human beings, as much as possible, especially when you're in a marriage, you have to be a bit careful of um, the kind of relationships that you have. You're a human being. Anything could happen at any time. A little more wine than you usually take might make you a little more vulnerable. And the uh, same goes for your friend, your male friend. And really anything can happen. Anything can happen at any point in time. So if you must have a male friend, it's more advisable for your male friend to also be your husband's friend. So that not only is he your friend, he's your husband's friend, he can come to the house and it will be nice too, if your male friend is married, for your husband to also be their friend, as in your friend's and his wife's friend. So it's now like a couple friendship. Granted that your husband and himself may not be as close as you are to your friend, but... You know, we're just trying to create an atmosphere where your husband is comfortable with seeing him with you or is comfortable with him calling you at certain times of the day and vice versa. So if you know that you can handle it, go ahead. If you know that it's not going to be upsetting to your husband, go ahead. But if you see that it's causing so much strain in your marriage, I would advise that you tone down on your relationship with your friend because at this point in, at this point in time in your life if you if you're really happy in your marriage and you don't want your marriage going south you know i would advise that you keep your friendship to a level that will not bug your husband or ruin your marriage secondly like i said many friendships turn into something else especially if a woman is in a bad marriage and she's always running to her friend for solace, wants consolation. Consolation may become physical and it becomes something else. So as much as possible, try and also observe the response and the reaction of your male friend. It's possible he has a crush on you. And if you notice that he is more interested in the things in you than in the things you tell him or the things you tell him about yourself or your husband, then it's very possible that he's falling in love with you. And it, well, except if you you don't mind, you, you know, you reciprocate his feelings. I mean, that's another topic for another day. So I guess that's why in the old days they tried to put such relationships, you know, keep them at bay, keep them out of the home so that it doesn't confuse the wife. If, let's just think of a scenario, if I'm married to a narcissist husband 
who probably beats me or manipulates me and I'm a very sad, depressed woman. And maybe he doesn't even look good. Let's add that as a bonus. And my best friend, who is a guy, is tall, usual tall, dark, and handsome, very sensitive, very considerate, um, never forgets my birthday kind of best friend. There's a, there's a propensity for me to always want to be with my best friend. And like I said, anything could go down. So... You know, I'll quote the Bible here and say, free from every appearance of evil. You are flesh, so as much as possible. These things are real. I mean, it doesn't take anything. doesn't make you less a woman. doesn't make you less a wife. But try and keep them at bay. As far as friendships are concerned, um, as much as possible, um, try not to have just one friend. You know, I know it's very difficult to get a friend you can trust with your information, but try and try not to have just that one best friend or one very good friend who is a guy. Try and make new friends as much as possible. And you don't have to really tell everybody what's going on in your life. You don't have to. Um, try and find a way of relieving yourself. Maybe you should get professional help. In which case, the professional you're discussing, whether it's a psychologist or a psychiatrist or counselor, is bound to keep whatever you say to him or her. It's bound to keep it a secret. So it's not just a friendship thing that the next person can go ahead and just blab. So keep your healthy friendships if your husband is cool with it. Or restructure your friendships with your husband, with your friends, so that your husband is not on, put on, under undue pressure and giving him a lot of stress. And you know how your marriage is, so um, do what you think, do what is necessary to be done to make your marriage thrive, to make it everything fine, you know. And don't forget that you are a married woman. If you're a single woman, then basically there are no rules when it comes to friendships. But as a married woman, you have to be much more careful. So, on the other side, a woman would say, eh, okay, so what about the men having female friends? You know the kind of society we are in. Men have female friends all the time. I don't know how fair that is for a man to have. A female friend is okay for him to introduce a lady to his wife and say, ah, we went to school together and this and that. And the woman is basically very frequent in their lives. But I think the women, I mean, the way we are now, I think we should speak up and complain if we're not comfortable with the um, the relationship we see between our husband and his friend. Okay, so with this few words of mine this morning. I hope I was able to help in one way or the other. I hope I've made things a little more clearer for you. If you are a woman with a male best friend or male best friends, and um, I wish you the very best in your marriage. As usual, you can send me an email if you have comments or feedback for me. Um, you can send me an email at hildashoulderforyou at gmail.com. The four is figure four and the U is letter U. Hilda's shoulder is also on social media. It's on Instagram, 
Facebook and Twitter, all in the name of Hilda's Shoulder. You can also visit the website if you're interested in fiction, poetry, and all the other things I do. The website address is www.hildersshoulder.com.ng. If you are an anchor, you can also leave a comment for me if you wish. And um, I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Have a pleasant day. Bye-bye.